You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. Turn to the right. Uh, fashion. Fashion? It's fashion with Penelope Noir. We have no penny this morning, but we have got a guest in the studio. Kia ora, Margaret Young-Sanchez. How are you this morning? Very well, thank you. It's lovely to have you here up from the Auckland Art Gallery to talk about a very special exhibition which is opening soon. Uh, Gopay's amazing collection of, of gowns and garments. Tell us a wee bit about, first of all, uh, who, who this designer is at the heart of this conversation. She is actually the most prominent uh, couture fashion designer in China today. Wow. And she's become uh, internationally famous, I would say, ever since 2015 when the entertainer Rihanna wore her gown to the Met Gala. I'm sure actually most people probably can picture that in their heads. Beautiful yellow, like bright yellow, incredible train on it, fluffy, embroidered, incredible um, piece of art. And, but she's she's got quite a, a storied career as a as a designer and a couture maker before that. Tell us a wee bit about uh, about her history as as an artist. Well, she grew up during the Cultural Revolution, which was very austere, and there was really no such thing as fashion in China at that time. Most people made their clothing at home, and it was deliberately very plain because it was intended to sort of erase any social hierarchy. Um, So there was no such thing as fashion until after the end of the Cultural Revolution when China began opening up its economy and allowing more of a consumer economy. And so then finally the... um, ready-to-wear industry got going in China, and uh, Guo Pei, her timing was impeccable because she went to the first fashion design program that was opened at a university in China. She was from that first class, and she launched right her career right into the ready-to-wear industry. She spent about 10 years there learning the ropes and uh, learning about production and um, getting more exposure to the rest of the world and their fashions. And then in 1997, she opened her own studio, Rose Studio, where she began designing for herself and creating more um, high-end bespoke garments made out of mm. luxury, luxurious materials and um, beautiful embroidery, lots of embellishment and, and high style. So how, how do you sort of make that transition or how did she make that transition from, I guess, working as an independent designer to suddenly being, you know, the, the face of the Met Gala uh, with, you know, the world's biggest star, Rihanna, wearing your dress? I mean, she's had a, a much storied career that's sort of led up to that point. But, you know, what was the point at which she started having this kind of uh, major star success? Well, it began in China before it reached the rest of the world. And so, um, for example, she began designing for many of the um, Chinese film stars and other entertainers in that country. And she also designed um, many of the ceremonial outfits for the Beijing Olympics in 2008. Oh, wow. So she was really very well known in China. and images began to get out to the wider world. But at the point when she was approached uh, by Rihanna's agent for the gown, she hadn't actually heard of Rihanna. So it was, (laughs) you know, the rest of that world out there, she was very engaged in the Chinese fashion scene. And so um, kind of for her, I think it was almost a bombshell when Mm. there was this sudden tremendous amount of um, 
excitement and attention focused on her all of a sudden in 2015 when those Rihanna images hit the um, social media. Yeah, it was quite, I mean, the the Met Gala is such a a significant night in fashion uh, in the Western world and actually uh, someone like Rihanna is always looked to as one of the people who takes it very seriously and wears something quite significant each time. So it was a, a massive deal that she wore this and such a stunning dress as well. Talk to us a wee bit more about, uh, I guess, some of the influences in in the the clothes that she makes. Where is she drawing from for her creations? Well, that that I would say is one of the most fascinating things about her her clothing, because the gowns are just incredibly diverse, and they draw upon multiple traditions globally. And so I would say the basis undoubtedly is Chinese tradition. So she draws upon the Chinese tradition of Qing robes from the Qing and the Ming imperial courts. And those have dragons and phoenixes and very um, prescribed imagery. It's very ranked according to Mm. um, uh, what your status was within the the imperial court. So that's the background and uh, what really informs her her, um, her fashion. But as time has gone on and she's had more and more opportunity to travel, to study museum collections, to see what's going on in the international fashion world, she has um, begun reaching out and um, drawing upon all sorts of uh, different traditions. So European couture, European architecture, um, botanic gardens, Mm. uh, Himalayan um, Buddhist imagery, um, it's it's just a, a, a kaleidoscope of different um, symbols and motifs and styles and silhouettes. So it's really a fascinating melange. Mm, absolutely. I mean, this is going to be a really special exhibition because uh, this is the first time ever that her stuff's been shown in New Zealand, I believe. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's such a, a, a vast collection of her work as well. How did you approach curating this and, and kind of bringing the story of uh, Gope to New Zealand? Uh, well, we were initially interested in doing uh, an exhibition on Chinese textiles and thought that maybe Guopei um, would be an interesting sort of addendum, uh, an update, bringing it up to the present. And then we became aware of an exhibition that had um, taken place in San Francisco, and we were able to reach out to the curator and make contact with Guopei herself and then arrange to um, bring the exhibition to Auckland. However, in the end, there were a lot of changes to the checklist, and um, we've also completely changed the arrangement of the show and the narrative, the journey that you go through. So it's a very new presentation with some really spectacular additions, including the um, uh, Rihanna gown and uh, the opening gown that you'll see, which is this almost Cinderella-like dress oh. that has never been uh, displayed previously. What What is it like to see, you know, garments like this in the flesh? Because that there is something pretty, I mean, it's in the name, fashion art fantasy. There is something quite otherworldly about, you know, creations like this. It must be a real treasure to work with things like these, these um, you know, art pieces. Uh, It is, and it's been really fun while we've been working to install the exhibition, and we open up the crates and get the gowns out and are able to finally really closely inspect them and see the level of handwork that's Mm. on them. 
the embroidery in particular on these gowns is spectacular. It's really extensive, it's multicolored silks, a lot of gold and silver thread as well, three-dimensional components, lots of crystal beads. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a really exciting um, collection to come and see, and it is opening this week on the 9th. There's also a bunch of fantastic um, public programming things that are built in. It's running until March of next year, May, sorry, of next year, uh, so there's lots of time for people to go and see it, but get in this week, I would say, and, and just, you know, while the doors are opening and the, the buzz is there, it's a really exciting time to visit it. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us about this exhibition uh, this morning, Margaret Young-Sanchez from the Auckland Art Gallery. We will see you across the park in the Art Gallery uh, very, very soon. Well, thank you very much. That was Fashion with Penelope Noir. We are the Goon Squad and we're coming to town. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.